Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1298, Three Things Losing My Mom Taught Me About Life, by Faye Williams of NoSidebar.com. Hello, everybody. My name is Greg Audino. I am your host and narrator. Thank you so much for coming today and choosing to devote some time to improving your relationships. And the post I'll be reading for you today really stands to help you improve your relationships with everyone, including yourself. It's a post that is absolutely dense with lessons and we can explore them a bit more in my commentary at the end. First, though, let's hear Faye's work. I'm going to begin the post now and optimize your life. Three Things Losing My Mom Taught Me About Life by Faye Williams of NoSidebar.com Earlier this year, my mom passed away. It was sudden with no warning. She was exactly one month away from her 69th birthday when her heart failed. Nine months before that, Her brother Eric had died under spookily similar circumstances. Mom and Eric were very close, and I watched his death wreak devastation on her life. When he was gone, nothing could fill the void that he left behind, not even me and her three grandchildren. I dealt with both the states as executor, and the process was emotionally grueling each time. Both of them were hoarders and collectors of inordinate amounts of stuff. They had difficult childhoods and seemed to take comfort in possessions in a way that I recognized as unhealthy from an early age. As I went through every box, every piece of paper, and every item that my mom and her brother owned over a process of months, I saw with complete clarity the lessons that their lives had passed on to me. Number one, showcase your sentimental items and be selective about what you keep. There is an unimaginable amount of stuff to sort through after someone dies. Aside from the usual clothing, kitchenware, and furniture, there's also a flood of miscellaneous objects which are kept for sentimental reasons. Pens, key rings, notes, trinkets, postcards, teddies, and much more. When I sorted through Eric and then Mom's belongings, I wondered over and over, was this important? Why did he keep this? What did this mean to her? When you are gone, no one will know the meaning of your things, unless you shared the memories associated with them when you were alive. Choose what you save carefully, and then display it proudly. Talk about and name the people in your old photos. Read aloud the letters that make you smile. Dig out the souvenir from your best holiday ever and put it in plain sight. Minimalism isn't about having nothing. It's about finding true value in what you do have, and keeping only what meets your high standards. Once you've done this for a few items, you'll begin to realize that all the sentimental stuff you thought you had to keep can go. Number two, 
Don't hide your past and don't let it dictate your future. Self-acceptance is the key to graciously letting go of what you don't need. When you fully accept yourself and who you are, you no longer need to keep the things that you bought to be someone else or to impress someone else. Owning a lot of books doesn't make you erudite. Reading a lot of books does. You also don't need to keep things to hide behind or to cover up the parts about yourself that you don't like. Rather than hide behind objects that you imbue with emotion, be brave and tell your stories. Deal with shame head-on and bathe it with love and acceptance. Rewrite your experiences in the positive and be proud of them. My mom and her brother hid their terrible childhood for their entire lives, and it tortured them endlessly. Bad things happen to good people. You are not to blame if something bad has happened to you, but it is your choice if you let it consume your thoughts for decades afterwards. I watched mom and Eric devote almost 55 years of life to feeling bad about what happened in the first 15 years of life. It's surprisingly easy to waste a lifetime over things that amount to a fraction of the physical time that you have on this earth. Number three, take 100% responsibility for your health. Don't put off looking after your health until you have time to do it perfectly. Small changes do make a difference. Your body wants nothing more than to live as long as possible, and it will fight for this until your very last breath. Mom spent her life looking for someone else to look after her, both mentally and with her ever-decreasing physical health. She thought the answer was on the outside instead of on the inside. You won't find what you need from someone else. You are 100% responsible for what you eat and how you move. There is no pill or addiction that will do a better job than self-acceptance and listening to what your body needs. Sometimes the whisper is so faint, you have to listen hard. The only person in charge and the only person that can tell you if something is okay with absolute certainty is you. Mom spent her life believing that everyone else's opinion was more valid than her own. Don't let anyone tell you that what you think doesn't matter. Stand up and be proud to be the king of the land of you. Take care of the physical body that you've been given. It works hard for you, night and day. Life goes on. It seemed impossible to me, on the day that I lost my mom, that other people were carrying on with their lives as if nothing had happened. But life does go on. After many days and nights, you realize you're not crying every day anymore. Then you feel guilty for feeling better. And finally, you begin to find memories to make you smile instead of making you sad. Losing someone you love after decades of life is the hardest thing to go through. But, as part of that unavoidable circle of life and death, it also teaches us so much, if we're willing to hear it. You just listened to the post titled, Three Things Losing My Mom Taught Me About Life, by Faye Williams of NoSidebar.com. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And thanks a lot to Faye for this really powerful post, which I am sure took a lot to write and proved to be a big part of her healing process as well. A lot of important lessons in here, needless to say, but one thing they all share is that they require us to lean into and explore our feelings with purpose. Whether you're relishing in the importance of sentimental items, making the conscious choice to improve your health, embracing your difficult past, or moving on from a difficult loss in a way that's free of pent-up emotions, these all require us to not sit idly by. They require us to say, this is difficult right now, but it is for a greater good. I might even suggest that the same is true when we consider death itself. Whether we consider the death of loved ones or of ourselves, of course it's uncomfortable. But Doing so ultimately stands to give us greater perspectives and spend our time with ourselves or others more meaningfully. So work today on leaning into something that's uncomfortable for you, but that you know will yield greater benefits down the road. Start slow, just practice this, and trust that doing so will become normal over time, improving your resilience and helping you tackle difficult feelings from a place of courage rather than being consumed by them. So, a hugely encompassing post today, but we have reached the end, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this one and took as much from it as I did, and do remember to come on back tomorrow for another great post. That's where your optimal life awaits.